Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is February the 26th, and on this day in 2002, John Fogarty, Elton John, The Eagles, Stevie Nicks, and Billy Joel performed at the multi-venue Los Angeles Charity Benefit for Concerts for Artists' Rights. The idea was to raise money to benefit labour-friendly musicians' organisation called the Recording Artists' Coalition. On this day in 1985, Bruce Springsteen wins his first Grammy. He took home the prize for Best Male Vocal Performance for Dancing in the Dark. That same ceremony, Tina Turner wins Song of the Year and Record of the Year. On this day in 1995, former Led Zeppelin legends Jimmy Page and Robert Plant kicked off their year-long world tour. Their first show is at Pensacola in Florida. And 30 years before that, on this day in 1965, Jimmy Page released his first and only solo single. It's called She Just Satisfies. And born on this day in 1950 is Journey keyboard player Jonathan Kane. He's still with the band, although it's a very bitter kind of thing between him and Neil Sean, with lawsuits and counter-lawsuits abound. Anyway, Jonathan is 73 years old today. But for today's main show, we look at a period of time for the Beatles. Yes, starting point of this day in 1997, the Beatles won three awards at the Grammys, two for Free as a Bird and one for their anthology video. This was of course 30 years on from their split, and in a crazy way almost equaled their tally of previous Grammy Awards, having only ever won four prior to this night. Now the anthology era was especially fascinating for the band with the release of Unheard Music. Free as a Bird was the first hit of those, with another appearing a year later on Anthology 2, Real Love a song that was written by John Lennon in 1979, demoed and finally finished in the studio for the 1996 release. The video for Real Love was made by legendary music video maker Kevin Godley of 10CC. 
I interviewed Kevin on episode 73 of Vintage Rock Pod and asked him about working with the surviving Beatles to make the video for this song. And just one video to touch on, if you don't mind. Um, the Beatles track, I mean, Real Love, I mean, that that's a phenomenal thing to be asked to do. Now, t- tell us about how that came around. How were you asked to, to get involved with that and what, what did that entail? Because I'm guessing there was a lot of red tape around what he could and couldn't use for things like that, was there? Uh, to a degree, but they'd already done, I mean, there, there was a TV series on, on time and, and a, yeah. a big box set, and they'd already shot a video for the first single. It was quite a glossy shoot, and Paul wanted to do something a little simpler and something a bit raw that was really more about them and the sessions that were involved in getting to that point. So he, he called me up, uh, and we'd known each other for, for, for a while, because Law and I did three tracks for Ringo Starr back in the day for a sort of small conceptual thing. And we also did a video for George Harrison. So we, we, we were known to, the, to everybody, and we were neighbours pretty much. Um, so we, I, I got a brief which was essentially to use any of the archive footage and more that was, that was used in that series and come up with some kind of conceptual glue to wrap it all up, which I tried to do, which was, which was the punctuation between all this archive footage, essentially pieces of Beatle memorabilia and the shot of dropping a white piano into the Mersey and reversing it over the two <laughs> sort of, and also uh, duplicating Yoko's film of John in super slow motion. I did with each of them as well. So that there was touch points, but yeah, it, it was it was an honour because I would never have gone so deep into the music business or music. Had it not been for the Beatles, they were they were inspirational people. So, yes, it, it was an absolute honour. The funny story <laughs> at the end of this was probably due to the red tape and so on and so forth that that was surrounding the project. The mix that I was given to cut to had John very low in the mix, and. You know, when I'm cutting, I like to be inspired by the sound, and the sound was the finished thing, so it wasn't great. So just to make everything clear for my own benefit so I could hear where things were happening, I took the bad mix into a little vocal studio and overdubbed myself singing the song <laughs> so I could at least hear it properly, and that's what I cut to. At some point further down the road, it got out onto the internet, so it's, you know, it's John Paul, George Ringo and Kevin somewhere out there. Still, <laughs> I would imagine, singing real love. But yeah, I mean, an extraordinary experience. And tomorrow's episode is a big interview and it's another Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, a lead singer of a band, in fact. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.